I'm Shane. I'm Bo. We are your Kentucky Fried Critics. Welcome back for another episode, everybody. We're still in the middle of our October celebration here. Spoop Fest. That's right, guys. Before we get started, go ahead and get our social media stuff knocked out of the way. That way we don't got yeah, to talk pause about for the anymore. cause. First off, we're just going to list the easy one. So like we always say, that's Instagram and Facebook. Both of those are going to be at Kentucky Fried Critics. Yep. For Facebook, that does mean the URL is just going to be facebook.com slash Kentucky Fried Critics. For Instagram, I don't even know how URLs work for Instagram, but if you're looking for for us we're at kentucky fried critics i don't think anybody actually types urls in anymore i, I don't either but again yeah. when, when they're easy i'll go yeah, ahead and when say they're easy loud. that makes it super simple um youtube like we always let you guys know if you search for us kentucky fried critics you'll find us we yeah. are the active people using that name there is another group that have that they've had it longer than us they don't use the account we're waiting for it to get shut down are there even any videos on there Maybe one or two. Again, but these are like from 12 years ago and they were children. At yeah, the I was going to say, they were, this was some middle schoolers like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and yeah. then just so lost interest. We're, we're just waiting for it to get shut down. But until then, at YouTube, you're going to find us at KF Critics. I will accept this. That's just what we got. <laughs> Then the next one, if you want to go to our actual podcast site that's hosted by Acast or the ones that are graciously allowing this yep. podcast to be put out there, that's going to be shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. Hyphens. That's where the hyphens are. And then the episode names get even more in last even week. Even more hyphens. Last week we had a doozy, so there were definitely lots of hyphens in like last ten. week's episode. There's like 10 hyphens. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, our email, if people want to email us, that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe. Yeah, you can send us beer and movie ideas if, through the email. And so that's going to be... only through the email. Well, I mean, you send them other places, but we're less likely yeah, to use them. probably going to ignore them. Because everybody can see them. Defeats the purpose. Yeah. So the email is going to be KentuckyFriedCritics at gmail.com. Nice and simple. Everything so easy. You know where to find us. YouTube's the only one. It's that mood that bothers me. That damn outlier. I know, right? We'll one day. We'll get it. Yep. All right. Well, that's all the socials, Bo. Let's go ahead and get started into this. What are we drinking this week? We are drinking Great Lakes Brewing Company's Nosferatu Imperial Red IPA. And it is indeed red. It's almost like you dropped blood in the yeah, in the I beer. Yeah, I was very surprised because, you know, an IPA is normally a very light colored beer. Right? This is like a dark amber color. We'll talk more about this later. So far, we've only had a sip. Nosferatu. Oh, yeah. The OG. The original. The first vampire movie. Before we go any further, our, our movie is indeed Nosferatu. Some of you out there might be saying, I thought you said there'd be a twist. There is. There's a twist. So the the real movie, the the actual original 1922 silent film is Nosferatu, A Symphony of Horror. We are watching a 1998 redub. I don't even know if you say. We'll call it a remix. Yeah, because that's why I say, can you call it a dub if there's no speaking? No, we'll call Um, it a remix. But yeah, so it's, it's a remix of the movie. It's called Nosferatu, The First Vampire. This is a version of the movie that includes a soundtrack. Only a soundtrack. They didn't try to do anything silly like voice acting over top or anything like that. Or try to paint in color or something stupid. It's not like a traditional soundtrack either, since this is a silent movie. It is more like they give you the something to listen to the whole way through. Kind of like one the band. wall and yes, Wizard of Oz. You exactly. Just, you, just, you just play one while you're watching the other, and they and sync up. The only difference here is that this is a hand-selected from this band's entire discography. Well, 
most of their discography. Their favorites. Just, we've not said rock the, opera. Is that what you would call this? Maybe. Maybe. I'm maybe. not sure. Possible. Something closer to that. Yeah, yeah. Goth emo rock opera. Yeah, so we've not told everybody. we got to stop. <laughs> oh, <working>. yeah. It's <laughs> typo negative. Typo negative. So again, if you've never heard of that band, now you've got two things to look up this week. Yeah. You've got a, a movie to look up. Uh, and, a, and a new band. I have, I hadn't heard of him until he so yeah, brought this, was, this up. Uh, Bo found this beer and, and was like, I love Nosferatu. Let's do this movie. And I said, I've got a twist on that movie that I think would be great. Because I had I knew this existed. I'd never seen it personally. But I knew it existed. And so I was like, we have to see if we can find this, 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 version this of dubbed it. version of the movie yeah. where it's got this uh, typo negative. Because typo negative, as Bo already alluded to, is a goth, metal, industrial, I don't know, band. But it's very eerie. Very they orchestral. Are very focused on creatures of the night and yeah. vampires and dark things. And, and their lead singer looks like Lurch joined a metal band. Yeah, Peter Steele. He is he a, is a giant he is like seven feet tall not really no one fact check me on that but he's a very tall man easily six seven i gave bo some homework on typo negative yeah. to go along with this uh so that way he had a little bit more idea on the band because yeah, i hadn't heard of him so he listened to some of the albums but he also i made him watch one of the music videos uh, it uh coincidentally is a music video that if you find the this DVD. version on DVD is included Which on the I DVD. Want. Is a video for Black Number One. So anybody who has seen this video already uh, can picture what I'm talking about. But so in the video, they show Peter Steele literally holding a like a a big string double bass, <laughs> like a big classical one, like it is a guitar. <laughs> right? Well, he's a bass player, so he's holding it like a bass. Well, but I want to yeah. be clear that he's holding it's it strapped around his he's, shoulders. He's no longer holding it like an upright bass. He is holding it like a a strap base right you know, like for any wrestling fans out there it's like when braun Strowman did that but he's like six he's seven foot four and 400 something pounds yeah he is a peter Steele is a big dude beast a very intimidating kind of guy he definitely is, is that gaunt angular face like you saw you, that coming at you out of the shadows you'd run and when you hear the voice and again if you've not heard him or the band and you do find this and you want to watch this you'll hear him he has the voice to match it is so deep that at certain times you're like am i even hearing him anymore or has he gone past where i can hear i want to hear him and danzig in a growling contest it would be a thing right <laughs> um, unfortunately peter Steele's oh is he oh passed away in like 2015 or uh, now like. i'm sad the band was together i want to say until he passed away though like they were oh, can they get danzig to take over for him they should do something <laughs> they like should that. try they should get him because um, i know he's still around so for people who maybe do want to watch this movie um you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say where you can find it but i i will say that if you know you were ha to happen to maybe go to a site like youtube give it a type and search uh for something i don't know wink wink like typo negative Nosferatu, nineteen twenty two. That you might just find this version <laughs> and the, be able to and watch. Be able to watch it. It's an hour and six minutes. Is not very long. No, you can totally do this in no time. Yeah. But again, I'm not saying that you can find that. No, not confirmed at all. All right. So if you do feel like joining us, it's not at all. I hope you can it. find the movie. Yeah. I hope you can find us somewhere. We 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 uh we hope your search on this supposed mythical website where you can do such things goes well. Indeed. Indeed. Nosferatu, the first vampire, the first vampire that actually scared me. Cause Bella Lugosi looked cool. 
and was all, ooh, it went to suck your blood, which he never actually says in the movie, but still. This guy was so fucking creepy. And he ne- and it was a silent movie, so you never heard anything, so your imagination got to add just mm-hmm. all kinds of creepy sounds for him to be making when he came at you in the middle of the night. Yeah, not my favorite for a long time. I avoided this movie when I was a kid. Yeah, so for anybody who has maybe not seen Nosferatu, which again, I'm... I'm not going to maybe go as far as like Willy Wonka where I think you have to. Oh, I am assuming that everybody's already seen this. I need to not do that. Ah, uh, yeah, man. This is a little, uh, it's, it's asking a little bit more. It's a hundred years old. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But we're literally at 101 now. Well, he was in an episode of SpongeBob. Well, no. So this, that's what I was about to get to. I was about to say, I can excuse people for not seeing this movie, yeah. but maybe not for You've not recognizing this, this version yeah. of a vampire. That's what I was going to get at okay everyone probably knows this version of the vampire they just maybe don't know that nosferatu is what this version is called it's the one that super looks like a bat he's very pale tall long fingers his front teeth are the vampire looks like the front teeth are the vampire not the canine yeah and so yeah everyone knows you've seen this vampire creepy long fingers yeah with the claws we were talking before this if you watched uh if again if you're a millennial of a certain age like both me and poe are (laughs) then you probably watched are you afraid of the dark and if you did this vampire was 100 percent in an are you afraid of the dark yeah i think that's probably where it scared me um (laughs) So you've probably seen this this version of a vampire before, but so Nosferatu is is the name specifically of this guy. He's not the name of this type of vampire. Yeah, no, it's just him. Yeah. Before we get into the movie itself, we'll maybe say a little bit about. So this version of the movie, like like Bo said, it's a silent one. It's from the twenties. It's a German film. It is literally just an adaptation of Dracula, but they didn't they didn't get rights to anything. Yeah, the they didn't want to try. Yeah, something they something were just like weird. we'll change the names around and stuff, but it's basically Dracula. Well, it is literally Dracula. Like again, uh, they changed some stuff towards the end, and maybe specifically, maybe specifically about how you kill it. But again, we'll get to that because yeah. I want to talk to you about that. When we get to the end. When he dies. That being said, other than the very end, this is definitely a very, like, true-to-form adaptation of Dracula. Like, characters are yeah. there if you know There's the all the character. major plot points yeah. are there. You, you will see it. Again, mainly names and locations have changed. Yeah. And not all locations. No, they still go to Transylvania. It's still Transylvania. The beginning location is different, obviously. Yeah. Wherever Bremen is. I think it's supposed to be in, like, Austria or something. I don't know. But on that note, I would say we're probably good to go ahead and just get into the movie, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, so, again, if you if you are inclined to, Watch to try version. to find this version, however you might do that, I'm not sure. That's up to you. Super easy. If you find this version, it does begin with an introduction. An introduction by... Fucking David Carradine, of all people. David Carradine. Kung Fu. Right, Kung himself. Fu. The journey continues. That was exactly what I thought when I saw him. I was like, why is it David Carradine? I could not think of a single you were like, you were like horror martial movie. arts vampire? Yeah, I was like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, what horror movie was David Carradine in? And so... If he is in one, someone tell me in the comments. John Carradine, his father, played Dracula in four movies, and not four important 
certain movies, just four <laughs> movies. So that's why they got David Carradine's because your dad was a Dracula in some B movies. Yep. All right, cool. Well, at least one, in, I can't remember all of them, but one of them is literally it was in the you know two of them were in the forties, so they were in the heyday of like yeah. So movies. those were probably probably not, decent. Yeah, enough movies maybe. Um, again, they're not the they're not the universal. Monster no. movies to some other companies. But one of them that he did in the 60s was 100% Billy the Kid versus Dracula or meets Dracula or, you know. <laughs> I want to see it. I have to see this movie now. <laughs> so again, by no means, by by no stretch of the imagination. That is, is some, some mystery science theater shit yeah. right there, dude. Is there a reason why we needed to have David Carradine do the introduction for this movie? All right, well, at least it makes sense to me now. But so it is David Carradine. He does. He he gives us a little bit of history on both vampires and the the film the, itself. Yeah. So I'll give him credit. I don't it was know. It's a if good he, intro. Just didn't understand why. It was filmed poorly. Yeah. Just don't understand. It, 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 why it was him like don't get me wrong uh, again if you watch the copy that we watched from this mystical website then you will be watching what is a poor quality copy already yeah but you could not only you the poor production quality shown through the poor video quality you know what i'm saying yeah. like you could tell that this man was sitting in essentially like a giant living Card- room like or somebody's something. living room they just put some curtains up and shit just because like, it, it's a stage like it just sounded like i mean i want to say our production quality Quality sounds better <laughs> yeah, than the production quality than they had David Carradine record in for this. Uh, he needed the money, I guess. Oh, no, definitely. This was <laughs> definitely at a point in his life where he was going yeah, through some drugs. This stuff. was pre Did you notice like, he was like licking his mouth constantly and stuff? Like he was just like, nope, nope, nope. Like every three words, I was like, ha I know why he signed on for this. Need that cocaine money. So we, we suffer through an introduction by David Carradine. Once we get through that, uh, we, we make it to the movie. Before we just go straight to the black and white original film, they, they do have like two title cards that are pre, yeah. pre like they are for this version. With the fire. And, and it's shit. literally Nosferatu in the crazy like fire burning logo, like Pumpkinhead. Like it was like the Pumpkinhead <laughs> it intro. Of, fuck, what's it called? PowerPoint. But so we see it's a Nosferatu... <laughs> Uh, the first vampire in this really horrible style. PowerPoint and then it font. tells us that Typo Negative is doing the soundtrack. Yeah. And it cuts in uh, to the music. Oh, before we get started, I did want to say, so all the music from this comes from three of their albums. Yeah. Slow, Deep, and Hard, October Rust, and Bloody Kisses. Bloody Kisses, which is the, the one that I gave Bo for homework. Yeah, that was good. Uh, then October Rust, which Bo listened to half of. Yeah, before I realized that that's what was happening. Thanks, Spotify. Now, we are not going to go through and tell you all of the, the songs. names of the song um, go to google and look it up there are sites this is not a it's not a well-kept secret no this is a thing a lot of people really like this version of the movie there are several people this is how they first saw nosferatu this is my favorite version so far i've seen this movie a few times beforehand and it's usually like way longer because they slow the film speed down and do all that stuff you can find versions of this movie that vary anywhere from, from an, an hour, hour to, to like hour a full 90 30. minutes yeah and it's because this is from an era where 
since it's all you know, like you, if, if you've ever watched anything from like the twenties or the thirties, you know, it's like Buster really, Keaton, it's all really clippy and yeah, and that's it looks because like, like it's going fast. Yeah, that's because like the ratios to which things play back at is way different now than what we used the technology we used to use. So like to to pinpoint it down and get it right is difficult. Yeah. So what we're watching is definitely one of them where people have a little bit of a weird movement. Yeah, and I think they used the original title cards and shit uh, too. So so if you watch other versions that are closer to ninety minutes, it's gonna be slowed down. It's gonna look a little bit more like real like how movement should look that being said literally every version you will watch will have different music because i think the original score was lost in a fire this is a very good version but so if you happen to look it up you can find lists that tell you all of the 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 songs songs that they use that being said just find this video because this video comes from people who already masterfully synced it up if you try to do this yourself and you look up these songs but you find an hour and 14 minute long version of the movie things aren't going to line up anymore yeah. If you want to know every track yeah. that's used, you can find it. We're not going to take the time to tell you every track. We might mention our favorites or just tell you tell you the spots where our favorite song is and then you can do the the looking. Yeah, and you can go look it up. They might hear that song and not care. So it's, it's a lot more about you looking up what you like. There's no reason for us to force down your throat the name of every song. Yeah. I'm well aware that Typo Negative is not everybody's cup of tea. I suggested this to Bo because I knew it would be his cup of tea. I like metal. Uh, when he said he, kids. So when he said this was a movie he wanted to watch and he found a beer for it I knew that this was going to be a definite he was going to be like oh that sounds great yep so that's why I went with it by no means do I expect everybody out there listening to and automatically like, like that it was only an hour because I watched it like three times in a row we can go ahead and get started now I think I think now we've officially now we covered can... everything alright but yeah so the movie the movie starts in again normally I'm that person I, I'm going to tell you what the movie kicks in with the music that's all we've been doing that's <laughs> all we've been telling you so I don't think we need to cover that you already understand yeah. it is soundtracked by a band that I do like I have enjoyed since high school so we can move on from that the song it starts in on is great other than as Bo points out maybe not as happy as the very beginning so the movie it is silent film so the first little bit is just gonna be exposition because you have to know where we are yeah it's just a title no one's there to tell you so someone has to give you the words old school but that being said this movie compared to a lot of silent movies gives you an excellent storytelling purpose for all the title cards. Yeah. We immediately find out that we are seeing excerpts from the diary of Joseph Berkman. So we we, we get everything from a historian. Yeah. Uh, He's been trying to figure out what caused the epidemic in Bremen? Yeah, the plague. The plague. It brought the. It was. This is not saying this is during the era of the Black Plague. This is still like the 1830s, 1840s. No. This is eighteen forty three. Yeah, this is still like Dracula time frame. Yeah, okay, guys. Victorian England and all yeah. that shit. But they are saying because the the bubonic plague itself did have random reoccurrences. Yeah, it did. It popped back up throughout history. So he was just trying to figure out why Bremen itself. That's yep. the city that he's from and our main characters yeah he's trying to figure out what caused it and why it just suddenly stopped uh and he believes he's found it yeah uh, and so we're, we're just picking up from him telling us that he, he believes he's found information that says that Thomas Hutter and his wife Ellen are the patient zero, I guess. Well, he, he doesn't even know cause. that. He just says he knows that they are somehow Connected involved in the it. beginning and, and somehow the involved in the end. Yep. 
and then the proceeds of what we get are just excerpts when they're not direct information from what's happening in or scene. dialogue. Yeah, the, the text cards are then going to be just excerpts of his diary to give us a little bit more exposition. Yeah, a little more when needed, which uh, I liked. It is. It's a, it's it's a good a great use of way title to card. work in and not make you just feel like you're being hit in the head with information for no reason. Yeah. It gives they a gave reason. Me, they gave me a reason for these title cards yes. to be there. Uh, so again, for people who maybe haven't really watched silent movies, I feel like this one is going to be one that's easier for you to watch because of the, the creative use of the, the title, title cards, card. why they're there. Yeah. It really helps. We find that out, and then it just immediately cuts to our, our two, two heroes. Well, it's, it's our, our main character our main and character his wife. and his wife. Uh, she she becomes important later, but not until then. No. In the beginning, you would have no. I would not fault you for not thinking she is a main. You could character. forget her um, if she didn't so, get mentioned again a bunch of times. You'd be like, oh yeah, he was married. Yeah. So so we we see them and they are very happy. Yep. They are dancing out, around their house. He's out picking flowers. She's playing with the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big loving. Yeah. Their house is full of love and laughter. Bright sunshine and everything. Yeah. They really want to drive home. Just how happy, happy everything is. They are. We we know that we move from from there onto the street as Thomas he's, heads to work. Yeah, I think he's going and to work. Th- that that is the only problem here. Yeah, you're. We do have. There are going to be several moments where we don't really know because they don't tell us. Yeah. But he runs into an, uh, some dude on the street, and then he just just looks, a miserly old man on the yeah, street. Yeah, and he's just like, you can't run from your destiny. Yeah, as I say, who, who who they make it seem like a jovial moment, but yeah. the guy throws some ominous that was weird information at him because it's like. What, what is the hell do you from his destiny? Right? What the hell do you mean? He's just off to work. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to uh, the office of oh, of mm. Agent Knock. They, Knock. they don't tell us what he's an agent of. It just says agent. In the Tax credits, agent? in the credits, estate it says agent? real estate agent yeah, okay. in the credits. I so, looked. Well, that's what I, I looked because I was confused too. I was like, "What is he?" I was like, it, "Well, again, it, to me, it was only going to be tax agent or real estate agent. Yeah, those were the a, only two that made sense because it was definitely about money and, and buying property. a house and stuff. And those are the two that might be involved in those. So he's definitely though he's supposed to be like a very much like a Scrooge kind of character. Yeah, he's a miserly old man, not the kind of guy you want to work a for. A little crazy. And apparently Thomas works there. Yeah. I don't know. He just kind of we we see knock. He gets a letter. He's reading the letter. That's he goes a little crazy. If he paused it oh, yeah, no, and looked, I looked at, at it. it. It's, it's all kinds of weird. It's like Viking runes and tra- strange symbols and stuff. But he stands there and reads it yes. like he knows what it says. And that's a, another reason why I highly suggest you find this version of the movie is because, again, newer versions or other versions are are super cleaned up. And yeah. it literally, some and of them are so cleaned up. I don't know if you've seen some of them where it, it almost looks like it's like they they filmed today Day. on sepia yeah. tone and i'm like i can't watch this no. it looks so weird to the, me. i tried to watch another version after i watched this one and it was painful i couldn't the they had every time ellen was on screen there was like this chick vocalizing just oh and i was like oh my god i can't do this but again so for this version again if, if the, it works so well yeah because it's using a the music very old- in this scene is super ominous because knock is about to send him off on a mm-hmm. off to Transylvania and he's already acting weird like yes like I, I'm like is he already being controlled well, here? So I, I got I got or is he on just that. crazy so, so, uh, real quick though <laughs> I don't want to wrap up what I'm saying the visuals for this version though is what I was uh, are great because again mm-hmm. this version isn't real cleaned up no it's it all is very dirty and grainy and it 
it gives it spookier because yeah. of that. The music, it fits the music. Yeah, the gritty, and again, like you were saying, dark for this tone scene, and stuff. Yeah, it does. It gets real maddening, and you can't tell what I can't. I agree. I couldn't tell if he was already supposed to be controlled by Nosferatu, or if he was just greedy. Yeah, right. Because he's he is just talking about lots of money. He's acting really, really nuts in now, this scene. Uh, I my theory is that he's not actually in under control until the very end of the scene because there's a moment you see like he after he, he finished the very the end of it did it he read right, half when he of read it, the end of it he got the flash got full. of his eyes yeah, did you see that's it? what it was. Uh, so in the beginning, when he's telling Thomas Hutter, "No, you just have to do this." Yeah, you could. It was all just greed. Yeah, right. And then after he finished the letter, the then it was then it was control. just like yeah. yeah. So, but in the beginning, letter. but in the beginning, which is when he convinces Thomas to go, it was all just greed. I like Thomas though. He goes over to the map and he's just sitting there. He's all serious. He's just like, "How goddamn far is that?" And he's got his hands up and he's measuring and he's over. He's looking back like, "Over here, really? Are you sure? That's a long way." Before he's under control completely is when he tells Thomas, "Hey, you need to go get this guy." Yeah, you're going to go to Transylvania. This dude, he wants to buy a house in our nice city. We can um, let him have that house next to yours. They called it a mansion. I know. It looked like a rundown barn. Mansion, <laughs> was, I mean, it just meant big property. Yeah. It didn't necessarily okay, mean good guess. property. That's right? fair. The, but that's the key there, though, is that literally Knock was not even fully under control. Of, Until of, after or, he yeah. read the letter, because that's when he's just like, so, ah, your house, that house next to yours would be great. But in the beginning, when he convinced him to go, and he said the creepy stuff about blood and... yeah. All of that was just greed. Yeah, just all greed. A little sweat, perseverance, maybe a little blood. But none of it was the vampire. No. None of that was the vampire. That was all just greed. That was all just him being like, money, 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 right? money, money, money. Because, again, money. he didn't finish the letter. Screw this yeah, nice young man that works yeah, for me. As long as I get paid. Because he didn't finish the letter until almost After, the end of the yeah, scene. Yeah, that's when he goes the scene and looks over at the map. almost finished, yeah. Yeah. After he, he reads half of it and he goes over the to map, the map. He's like, where am I going? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he goes home to tell Ellen. Well, yeah. They, again, we, we get to see Knock finish the letter after this. He finishes the letter. That's when he's under full... You, you, again, yeah. you see this split-second scene where it looks like his eyes go white. Yeah. You, you Did you see it? Like, There's a split-second where it looks like his eyes literally like flash like white for a second yeah. and then and then that's when i that's when i would assume he was fully under control so literally like the scene is over before he's fully under yeah. control but yeah so knock sends uh he tells he tells uh thomas uh or hutter i want to yeah. go ahead let's take this moment to go ahead and clear yeah, that go up, ahead right? and clear that up because it will become more and more clear if you watch this movie as you go on that there is a very weird thing going on with the names here yeah so the he first is, title card he is thomas hutter is thomas hutter and she is ellen but all of the other title cards, minus when Ellen talks about Thomas, yeah, it will just say Hutter, and it will say it like it is. It will the it's way like it references it references references it like it's his first name, not like it's his last name. No, and beyond that, there are just scenes like the handwriting scene in the note uh, later yeah, on, later on, where we will see that Ellen's name is Nina, not Ellen. Yeah, because we don't know when and where or what copies, but we just we can definitely be clear. Something got lost in translation at some somewhere. point. Because again, you have to keep in mind that in the twenties, this movie was made in Germany. It would have then been in that at that point, everything title cards handwriting scenes would have been in German. Yeah. So then it went to an English market in England. 
and was translated into English. And then was shipped across the ocean to the to the United States. And was probably changed again because we use different vernacular and than English. Yeah, and different names. And we had heat with Germany after the First World War and stuff. So probably not the best idea to have too many German-sounding names in your movie. Yeah. So uh, we couldn't tell you when or where these no. names. So if we jump around a little bit and say Thomas, Thomas. or say Just Hutter, or say... Well, now, you don't have to worry. We'll definitely we'll never, never say call Nina. Ellen Nina. No. Because there's only one scene yeah, it's where, where he writes the this. letter home, and it says, Nina, my beloved. But so just uh, understand that we're not trying to confuse you when we go back and forth. It probably just has more to do with, like what's going on in the scene and how many times they have used Thomas or they have used Hutter on screen. Yeah. As to why our notes or why we are saying Thomas it's very times the rest of the time. It's like Hutter. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very, it's very strange. Very weird. Uh, knock, knock tells, uh, Thomas or Hutter, whichever you want to go with. He tells, he tells our hero, our, our guy, uh, that he needs to leave immediately. Yep. You gotta go. So he rushes home to go tell Ellen and he, He's he literally super, words it. I have I'm to do dope. this. I'm going to go soon. And I'm going to be gone for, for several, several months. months. And she reacts exactly the way you would expect any woman today. Yeah. To respond to that if you were to walk up to her out of the blue. Out of nowhere. And say, I have to leave tomorrow. Like, he just left for work. He couldn't have been gone for like 45 minutes. He's already back. Like, I got to go to Transylvania. Bye. And um, and he seems super excited, too. He like rushes off and he's in the background running back and forth, yeah. gathering up his stuff. Oh, and one thing I want to point out that we've, we forgot to mention. Uh, Nock specifically told Thomas to not pay attention to anybody if they try to tell him. That the people that in Transylvania are, talk that about there are phantoms. phantoms. Or there are crazy things in Transylvania. Well, yeah. I only point this out because as soon as he told Ellen that he has to go to... Because to, uh, he doesn't say Transylvania. No, he says me. the Carpathian Mountains. Yeah, he says I have to go to a place in the Carpathian Mountains. As soon as he says that, her face got weird. Yeah, she Did just, you notice? Yeah, like she, she was, was scared. Like, like oh, she does no. know those things that Nock was trying to be like, if someone tells you. So I feel like it, that is a whole part that we don't that title cards don't tell us. No, but we're just supposed to pick up from from she's cues. psychic. Is that well? No, it's just that she does know something these about the, well, like the Transylvanian stories. stuff. Again, Nock was only saying people might tell you stories. Don't listen. Maybe she's from there. I don't think it's that, dude. <laughs> I just again, uh, you're looking way too far into it. Transylvania. If two hundred years ago is when he died. 200 years worth of folklore stories have already been going on about a vampire. I'm just saying she is one of the people who's heard this story. My nursemaid used to tell me that story. Ironically enough, one of the people who had never heard this story. That's what I'm saying. His parents sheltered him. That's why, yes. That's why Nock was like, don't listen to anybody between now and when you leave. Yeah, they're stupid. Just don't. It's because Nock is aware that lots of people know this. Thomas just apparently didn't. Yeah, and he doesn't want him to get freaked out and not go because he wants his money. Yeah. Until he reads the rest of the letter. And now and then, he's just like, now my master wants yes. you to come well, do because things. He, yeah. Well, like we said, everybody has, all of these people are direct characters from Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. So Thomas is Jonathan Harker. Yeah. His, Nina, uh, uh, Ellen is Mina. Yeah. Um, and Nock is supposed to be Renfield. He is, he is the one. Yeah, he's gets, the one who goes crazy and eats, eats the bugs. Because this guy, you know, we're not. He doesn't eat bugs, which I was. No, upset. later he does. Oh, does he? In the prison, he eats uh, a fly. I think. 
Oh, I didn't see that part. I saw. Well, they don't like make a big deal of it. I saw him look at a spider web. It's, before, it's right before. It's right before he looks up at the spider web. Wow. I think they were wanting us to see by Ellen's facial reactions and and body that she movements knew. that she knew it was a weird place. Yeah. And that he should full of go. ghosts and demons. Yeah. And so I think that because again she already she acts kind of weird when he says it. Not just weird like why are you leaving for three months, but like just yeah. uncomfortable weird about it. And then as soon as we we leave this scene, they tell us that he takes her to their friend's house Harding and Annie yeah I only point this out because I have a friend named Harding and I had never ever seen this name anywhere before maybe his mom and dad were huge and when I saw this I was like shut up it is a name it's a real name it's a real name I I, thought he was I'm sorry Harding if you listen I'm sorry I'm not trying to make fun of your name I just thought you were lying to me the whole time I just I didn't realize I didn't realize you were, uh, I just thought you were hiding your first name from me and just wanted to go by your last one. But so we go from uh, their house to the... Uh, I don't know. It's not supposed to be the next morning, but the scenes yeah. play out. Like, you think, like, literally he leaves that quick. Yeah. It's obviously supposed to be a couple of days. He got his affairs Yeah, he together. got everything, and they got her uh, all settled and, and stuff. And obviously to that house, because we leave in their house. Yeah. And then they're at it's Annie. It's a really Harding nice house. I want to Harding and Annie's is a pretty nice house, Yeah, it too. is. It's a nice townhouse. Right. They got this nice little staircase going up into Uh, the thing. But so when they come outside, though, like, this is what I was going to get at. Like, she seems like she knows more or is really weirded out by the stuff because he's leaving and she's all in black. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I was like, why is she wearing black like she's going to a funeral? Well, no, back then it wouldn't have even been that. She would have been in in black because she is a widow. She doesn't expect him to come back. I so, think she stays in black the rest of the so movie. So that, that's too, my point. She? I feel like she knew, right? I missed that. I watched. Well, it that's three an times. interpretation thing. That's it's true, but a... like I didn't pick up on anything like that. But uh-huh. now you pointed out, I'm like, well, she was wearing that black dress when she was sitting on the beach later in the movie too. And fuck, yeah. you know, she didn't expect him to come back, did she? Yeah. Now, mind you, at this point of the, most of the movie, we've not said this yet. The typo negative songs that you're getting are not most of them aren't song like okay yeah, when i tell you songs and most people are going to be thinking yes music. most people are going to be thinking like we're hearing lyrics singing and, and lyrics yeah. the whole time it's not and no. that's why they do make such a great you're getting uh, a lot of instrumental because that's what they do you listen to the albums you yeah. know like a lot of their stuff yes uh they had black number one is a three and a half minute a popular track that they yeah. released as a major, you know, thing. as a single. Uh, but that being said, on the album, it's like a nine-minute track with tons of ambient sounds yeah, and music and before it and starts and sound it, yeah. effects and spooky. And so a lot of what is used in this movie is not necessarily tracks of full song. Yeah, it is that. tracks of that. Yeah, it's just that's the reason it works is because it's just good ambient, creepy goth guitar music in the background it works chains clanking yeah chains clanking and dudes chanting in the language you don't understand so if we you don't hear us focus on a song like we haven't for a while it's because probably since the very first song all you've heard in the background has been this creepy ambient music music and it i just want to make sure i want to be clear because we you know we picked this one for a reason i don't yeah. want people to think that we're not talking paying, yeah like we no. could have easily picked a regular version the music fits very well with these scenes the yeah. only scene it's is just the not very it's, first one where it's just the, not everybody's really noteworthy. happy yeah it's just not really yeah. noteworthy though you know what I mean like yeah. right now they can't i can't tell you because it's just it's just sound effects and ambient yeah. sounding that creepy music really well. that fits with the scene yeah 
at that point though we like i said now that we're back on track yeah. uh, we she's in her black dress she's in her black bye. dress she says bye they they embrace but so yeah he begins his journey and we get another title card that tells us that's what yeah that, it's that, like through dust and well, storm and all that it was a crap. very weird way yeah, to was. basically say it took a long it time a to get to transylvania right because that's what the, that's yeah, what that's happens. All it was we see wherever bremen is austria or wherever yeah and then we see he's in the foothills of Transylvania, right? Yeah. He's not. He's not he's, quite there yet. He's not quite to Count Orlok's castle. No, he stops. He's at just. Like a, he's at the. Literally, he sees the mountains. He's an inn. Yeah. At, at the foothill. Nice little little small town. Small town inn where the stagecoach pulls up. He goes in. He wants food because he's late. He's already supposed to be at Count Orlok's castle. He tells everybody in there. And as soon as he says it, every single person just looks at him like, "What?" And you, at that point, again, at this point, we get no no title card to tell us, but no. the, the insinuation is that literally everybody in this place tells him, don't go there. Yo, dude, don't do that. Go 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 home. You want to do anything but that. Yeah. And he laughs it all off. Yeah, he's like, whatever. He's, he's like, just give me my room. Yeah, give me my room. I'm going to bed. They give him a room. And I love this this uh, this little this little point of reference for no reason. Yeah. They give him a room. And literally, like, the way we might find a Bible in a hotel room, he finds right. a book about vampires. A book about vampires. Would that not scare you to it leave? It would. I wouldn't have stayed there. Because I'm pretty sure... It didn't, Again, it didn't say anything about him packing it. No, 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 In no. his stuff, right? 100%. Like, like he that just found it in it the room. Like he found it in the room. Okay. Because that means... Like I, said, I was like... Because like, like I kept being would, like, where did that book come Like I said, from? like the so way you would it, find a Bible. Like a Bible in a hotel in a, room. In a drawer. And it's just a book of vampires. All know. about the education. I don't know. I'd probably stay in that hotel. And about how they're from the area you're right. sitting in. If yeah. they don't do that in Transylvania, they fucking should. Jeez. But yeah, so he gets to read the book. The book sets up that literally uh, Count Orlok and Nosferatu... It still doesn't say the same person. No, right? he, just just, says he doesn't a, know it that. It says the Nosferatu was born in 14-something. So he gets the history of Nosferatu... We can assume, even though the title cards don't tell us, that what he's reading is essentially the history we all know from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Like he has the backstory of Vlad Dracul. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's impaling people. He's he drank their blood. And you all know, like stuff. that's that's what he's reading. Made a deal and with the devil. He finds out he's a now. You know, we do get this in the title card that he he became immortal. Yeah, uh, that the plague followed him. Something right? like that. Yeah. And again, at this point, we now know that when it's saying. The plague that that it's because no one realizes he is draining the life force, not that there is a disease. Yeah, they're like taking um, over the areas. What are these bite marks? Must be a rat. Except for obviously here in the mountains. Yeah, because they know of better. Carpathia. Yeah, they know better. Because they know better. Yeah, they don't go near his castle anymore. That's why people he, die when they go up there. And so that's we why going. he has to go. To Bremen, yeah, because he's like, man, he had, I can't eat. He's no got to DoorDash his food to him. Uh, well, he can't even do that anymore. Nobody comes to <laughs> yeah, his nobody house. Nobody comes out there anymore. The closest he got was one guy, and it's because apparently Thomas has never heard he anything go- about the phantoms in he, Transylvania. He had to go catfish some poor guy, get him to come down there. Um, yeah, at this point, we, you know, Thomas has just laughed off. Yeah, uh, everything he's read in the book, he does not even care. No, he goes. He to throws sleep. it even. He goes to sleep like a baby. baby. Yeah, and uh, outside we all get the to animals see, run away. All well. 
we see one weird, hyena. Yeah, it's a hyena. Weird. Is it a hyena? It is definitely a hyena. That is weird. Why is there a hyena in Transylvania? I don't know. But yeah, so a hyena shows up, scares off I think all it the was horses. supposed to be a wolf, and they're just like, we don't have a wolf. We'll, we'll use the hyena. It's fine. But so a hyena scares off like all the horses. Yeah. I don't understand exactly. But so it's supposed to be a, an if ominous would, sign. If it would have been a wolf, it would have made more sense because in the novel, Dracula can turn into a wolf, but... It was a fucking hyena, so I was like, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, so we we totally get to see the horses all run off, and, and then he wakes up the next morning, still laughing, enjoying the day, sunshine. He sees the horses he, coming well, back. He sees the horses running back crazy, and then he immediately reads in the book again. About uh, how horses can sense well, things. Well, not horses, or not all animals. animals. Yeah. Yeah. All animals can sense danger before people can. And he doesn't think anything about the horses running nuts outside. And he laughs that off, too. But I want to point out, did you notice? So they wanted us, I, I, well, I don't know. I'm going to ask you. We see the horses in that scene, right? They are all running, and it looks like they're running nuts, and it's supposed to be us being like, oh, they sense danger. Yeah. Did you notice the person in the, in the scene? No, I didn't. There's a person There's literally a in the Aww. same kind of white pajamas, just like he's in, walking beside the horse, obviously being the person that scared the horses. Yeah. And I was like... Were we supposed to see this person or not? Probably was it, not. It was probably just like the horse handler and he wasn't supposed to be in the shot. And, they were, yeah. and it was the only good shot they got. Well, not only that, dude. Back then, whatever they would have watched it back on would have been... Yeah, they probably wouldn't even noticed him. They wouldn't have had detail on whatever they watched yeah. it back on. At this point, he's he's still in good spirits. Yeah, he's all happy and all laughing off. and everything. Everybody's just like, dude, don't don't go up there. He hires another another carriage. There's different yeah. carriage and what dropped him off. Yeah. Um. And it, these are local boys here. They, they they agree to take him, but only so far. And they do. They hit a certain <laughs> point, they, they, and they, they are like abruptly. Out. You can tell Thomas <laughs> was startled by the He's fact like, that what they are, stopped. What are we doing? They're like, no, this is as far as we're going, buddy. Not for not and, for all the money. And again, at this point, they tell him. The phantoms live. Yeah, this is where phantoms live over there. And you're like, what? They they keep saying this. The music transition here was great because as soon as they tell him that like he has to walk and they kick him out, the music just is like, and now you die. And it turns, and then a phantom shows up, and then and we get this crazy they, like, like fast paced for because they show the phantom drives nuts. But yeah, yeah. phantom shows up in its carriage, played by the Max same Shrek, the guy, yeah, the same plays, guy. Is uh, it supposed to? I don't be the same person. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't either. But so it's definitely the same person looking roughly like somewhere in between his Count Orlock and his Nosferatu appearance. Yeah. Like, right? Like, he's like a he's somewhere in between. Because he's got the sunken eyes. The sunken eyes, but he's got a different hat. And yeah. he's all like, got like a high collar and he's covering his face a little bit. Yeah, so we, we get the crazy fast paced, like, we're all gonna die type yeah. music playing as as they're going around the <laughs> Poor mountain. Thomas bed. is out the window, like, ah. What's going on? Uh, and then so he drops him off. The, f- the phantom drops him off. Immediately, immediately gets out of there. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the carriage starts to drive away and the music starts to just fade like it's what. Because it it's is just what, what the carriage yeah. driver was listening to. And then Thomas starts walking up the hill, right? Yeah. And Count Orlock is there. And I like and his hat. He's this cool little little pointed hat thing. And Count, or- Count Orlock tells him, oh, yeah, there are no... It's I have no attendance here. It's after midnight. Like, you showed up you're late. late. Uh, My servants are all asleep. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, which is awkward. Yeah. But so Thomas just goes with it. They they go inside. They have a meal. Yeah. He's sitting there. He goes to cut him some bread. He's getting... Now, this is the this other question. This was weird. Did he cut so, his thumb first or did the clock scare him and then he cut his phone? 
Or is he getting mesmerized by, by the yeah, cause he count looks already? Because he like looks up over his newspaper There's thing. There's so many questions. Yeah. But something causes Thomas to cut himself, whether it be accident, whether it be uh, persuasion from Nosferatu. Now, that'll be the thing I'll, I want to point out. At this point, you might hear us go back and forth between calling him Nosferatu or Count Orlock. So much like if you watch any interpretation of Bram Stoker's Dracula... When he's trying to fool people, he has a human form. Yeah, it's Alucard. It's Dracula backwards. Yeah. If he plays or, Symphony of the Night. Or he'll still use Vlad in yeah. some iterations of the story when he's trying to be a person. It is that kind of situation. You know, Count Orlock is like his uh, secret identity. Yeah, his Clark Kent. Yeah. And so if you hear us say Count Orlock, just know that that means he is not in vampire form. Yeah, he hasn't He hasn't. He's, uh, he's got bigger, bushier eyebrows yeah, and as Count Orlock. And he doesn't have he's the big... He's got the funny hat. He doesn't have doesn't the big have teeth. Front, the front teeth. No claws. No claws either. Well, I don't know. He kind of keeps his hands... They're, they're a little... They're longer. I don't think they're pointed. Ah. Uh, if you hear us go back and forth, know that the, there's a reason for it. Nosferatu is only when he's in vampire form. Yeah. Well, he cuts himself while eating with, with the Count. And once he cuts himself, the Count gets creepy. Creepy. Blood. Almost sexual. Your, your precious blood. Everything but shoves his thumb in his and mouth. Right. And starts sucking I thought he was going right to. There. But then he like corners him up by the fireplace and he's like, let me talk to you some more. I have many hours till daylight, and I can sleep all day. And I'm like, that's, that's a creepy line. So creepy. Right? So bizarre. And and then... It just cuts to the next morning. Cuts to, It cuts to Thomas waking yeah. up right yeah. there. Right there. Same place, by the fireplace. No, no count. No count. Doesn't know. He's just like, okay, that was weird dream. He, We see him rubbing his neck. Kind of. We don't know why yet. Because again, this is, we said, this is a very, a very rough cut of this movie. You are definitely not going to see things from far away. <laughs> You're going to wait until yeah. a very close-up shot. Because the it fits the vibe. It fits the spooky. But things don't have a lot of detail. No. So even if, even if you could have seen from the distance, yeah. you definitely won't in this cut of the movie. No. I can uh, barely tell in the, when they went to a close-up. Yeah. Because he goes and kind of checks his neck with a little mirror. So you can't tell there are bite marks. We do know there are some. Yeah. Shortly after this, there's a letter that definitely tells you. But just so you know, if you're watching the scene, you may not be able to tell that by looking at it. a bit of a glare yeah. on the mirror that they couldn't, so you yeah. can't see... So, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, he wakes up, but this is really awkward. He wakes up. It's the first time he wakes up and he's not nearly as jovial as he has been. He's still jovial. Yeah. He's still a pretty happy guy. But he is not. As soon as he like writes everything off as that, oh, that was an odd dream and I have these weird bite marks on my neck. Whatever. And he sees a table full of food. Food. And forgets everything. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. He just goes to town, which uh. I'd probably do the same thing. And he still sees nobody. He sees no sees one. No, no attendants. Nothing. No servants. They could have put one other guy. Nope. Nothing. Can't cast one guy. Just, just like. Well, his... I just think there aren't supposed to be any. <laughs> right? Like, again. Well, what like, about, he's... like, he could have had, like, his Renfield. No, little, because. Or an his, Igor kind of character. His Renfield is the guy back there. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not. He took care of his Renfield uh, far. Well, and Renfield was too. Renfield wasn't in his castle. Yeah, that's right. So. Just saying. I agree, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I think that. I think the per- I think they purposely did it. One more guy. I don't think it was a hiring thing. I think it was a choice. I think they just yeah, didn't. It was want probably it. a choice. Just they to wanted be like, to be like, no, his persuasion is so strong on Thomas. Thomas just never he's not noticed. not even going to question it. 
that there was never a servant after him being told there were servants at the castle. We can only assume uh, is probably not the very next, it's not that day, that sometime uh, during his stay. Because again, yeah. he was supposed to be gone for a while. He obviously wasn't going to get there to immediately turn around. But he does write it. We we see that he's writing a letter. Yeah, he's he writing a letter. Uh, well, a letter. no, I guess the letter does insinuate it's the say it's the next day, right? No, yeah. no, no. He says dreams, plural. Yeah, he does. So it's got to be more than one day, right? Maybe. Either way, he writes a letter to Ellen at some point. Yeah, just be whether like, it's the next day or a few days yeah. later. At some point, he writes her a letter telling her what's going on, not to worry about him. He did, however, wake up with some weird marks on his neck. Maybe they're just spider bites. Spider bites. Mosquitoes? Gigantic fucking spider bite. I don't want to see the spider that leaves a mark on He's been having some crazy dreams. Yeah. But don't worry about it. No, everything's fine. This place is kind of weird, but don't worry about it. Everything's good. And then we get this moment where I I don't even understand. I guess this is how letter writing worked back then. But so he's sitting on top of the castle. Yeah, he's like up on the castle wall. And he looks down and just sees a dude ride a dude. A dude just riding a horse. Nothing special about the guy, just a dude riding a horse. And he yells from the top of the castle, hey you, I need you to do me something. Do me a favor. Do me a solid. Right? You could take this. And so the guy's like, what? And he just waits for he waits for Thomas to get down off the top of the castle and out the front door. And Thomas is like, yo, my man's it took me several weeks to get here but can you get this letter to my wife she's uh she's like a month and a half that way just just ride in that direction it's insane ask for ellen uh and so so where are we yeah Yeah, him and orlocker in the study going over paperwork about the house and he sees the picture of ellen in the little locket and and he picks it up and he's just like is this your wife it's really about her too yeah right how do you say that what what, what a lovely throat. throat. A weird thing to say. You can't say it normally. No, no, you no. have to use but, a creepy voice when you say it. Because no one would say no that No one normally. would ever say that normally. But that's the scene where we get to see where, like... He buys the house and he's just and like, you can we're going to be neighbors. Yeah, Thomas is starting to kind of question this idea yeah, of this like, man okay, living next okay, to him. cool, man. Weird thing you said about my wife, but I'm going to go ahead and go to my room. And go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at this... Uh, this vampire book real quick and mm-hmm. see what ha- see what it has to say about and it's like oh you know you can know if you've been bit by a vampire by these marks on your neck and, and they need blood to sustain themselves and stuff and then he then this is the scene where like Max Shrex is really scary because he goes to go look out the door yeah and, and the music was perfect he goes to pull the door open there's this guitar screech right when he pulls it so it's just all and then he is he's full vamp down the hallway big long claw nails and he's just all me coming towards oh Thomas. yeah and Thomas yeah. freaks out dude so this is the part is uh where we, we we cut to Ellen we've not seen anybody other than Thomas and, and his for a minute here. yeah again no title cards really telling us time that's our best way to know that it's been a long time yeah is the fact that we've not seen anybody else we've only seen interactions between these two what we can assume is supposed to be happening concurrently though like as at the same time yeah. Thomas is seeing uh, uh, Nosferatu come down the For the, the first hallway, time, right? like actually seeing it. Magically, Ellen is sleepwalking. And then it's they, weird. They, she gets up and goes and like on the balcony and starts walking along and, the railing. And our, our boy Harding is in his study, looks out Smoking the window. Smoking a huge Did pipe. You, Did pipe. you see that pipe? It was like three feet long, looked like a saxophone. It was, it was awesome. All metal, yeah, yeah. All metal, crazy looking thing. <laughs> it was awesome. I uh, want it. My wife said she's pretty sure that it's an opium pipe of some sort. And I was uh, like, I well, I wouldn't doubt it. Because again, be. attached to a lot of these horror movie families yeah. and things like that's very... And it was super popular in that time period. And I couldn't 
figure out any other reason to have a pipe that looked like that. Yeah, but I want one. It was crazy, though. Right? Yeah, Harding had the craziest pipe I'd ever seen. Yeah, so he looks out the window, and he sees that she's she's not about to jump, but no, she's, she's just, definitely she, dangerous. She she's out fall. on the balcony. Something's he up. goes out to get her, and when he grabs her, she screams, and her scream scares sp- off. Nosferatu somehow. But, so, because now we can see that there is some kind of strong psychic, psychic connection. connection between the the love they have for each other, is is yeah. got a strong hold over both of them. Yeah, it's really weird. And then the Nosferatu just leaves. Yeah, he got scared. He, he just kind of goes because at this point everything's set. The plans yeah. are made. He's uh, got the, the movers house. are coming to move his. Oh, is that not him? Coffins and stuff. I thought that was him down there moving the coffins. No, but I mean to actually get them on the boat and stuff. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, we see them later. Yeah, when they kick the, it open. Yeah, because in the after he goes and wakes up and goes looking. So I'm not talking about. I'm just saying, okay. like in general, he's good. I'm not talking about that scene. Okay. In general, in general. he's good because he knows these things are happening. Yeah, everything's set in order. Yeah. Because, again, I'm not worried about that part. I, but, again, you do know there are actual movers. They're the people that work on the boat, and they kick the lid off. Yeah, those, when they're yeah on the boat. but when he was loading it on that, like, carriage yeah, and yeah. shit. I was like, oh, was that not him? But it was. Yeah. Same thing whenever he unloads it. It's him. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm talking so funny carrying those fucking like, But the, the actually getting onto the boat, we know it was the people who worked on the boat. Because we see yeah. them throw him down, and the one kicks the lid off. We'll get back, though. Yeah. Go back. So the next morning... He goes. He he's at this point. Thomas knows that it's something? not right. Yeah, something. He's finally again at this point. He's probably so far under the spell that he that can't be. A, he feels that couldn't have been a nightmare. He right? feels like he has some uh, uh, self control, some will of his own. Yeah, but he might not. Right, because you know how vampires. Yeah, work. they like, hypnotize you and shit. They start to take control, especially if you've already been bitten. Yeah, enthralling. Yeah, that's the term. Uh, so at this point, though, he he's going to try his damnedest to get away. Yeah, he goes and, so, and looking. And then goes down into the crypt and finds Orlock in the coffin and flips out. He actually, did you see again, him go up the stairs? Yeah, he was smooth as fuck going up those stairs. He crawling, was it, wasn't that, he? again. How crazy that is that he was already scared, ready to go, but he goes to the basement one last time. <laughs> right? I have to. He had to be sure. But yeah, so he sees he sees Orlock with the coffins full of dirt. Yeah, because this is one of those stories. You know, sometimes you see this, sometimes you don't. When you see uh, Dracula, yeah, but this is definitely a vampire uh, myth. You know, like you have to sleep in the dirt that you were buried, buried in originally. Yeah, so otherwise all, you'll die. And he's got multiple coffins full of it. Yeah, like five or six. I guess because he just wants to make sure. I don't know. It was some pretty cool stop motion when like the lid came up and closed in when he was laying in the yeah, top I one. understand it's just it was weird I was like why it does was. he need that many but he I just liked it because he looked really funny there's there's Dracula basically out there carrying these coffins oh gotta load the van um, everybody then Thomas freaks out and leaves right yeah like, why did he go out the window was his door know. locked I don't know for so, some reason he makes a rope out of sheets and climbs out the window and falls and knocks himself out and then is in a hospital for and a then is like I'm a hospital or something we're not even gonna worry about him for no, a little bit because it's, it's, Basically, from just like how in the beginning we didn't talk to you about Ellen for a long while, mm-hmm. now we're going to talk to you about Ellen and, when, and, and and Dracula a little bit, and not Thomas for a while because and Tom, yeah, because Thomas doesn't really show back up till the last like until the very minutes. end until until he gets back to where everybody else is. Yeah, other than that, it's just kind of shots of him being like, "I got to get home." Or well, sometimes not even that, just him sitting in the hospital. Oh yeah, like, there's a couple where he's just in the hospital room, and those people are like, "Well, he's uh, got a fever, and uh, he's he's not waking up." And then he wakes up, and he's like, "I got to leave." And yeah. they're like, "Well, you probably shouldn't." And he's like, "But I have to." Yeah. So again, we don't even need to focus on Thomas for yeah, a while. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, we 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 cut to. I'd say let's do the boat first, right? Yeah. So, so we we know that the Demeter, uh, 
Orlock slash Nosferatu has gotten the caskets to the boat, but the people who work on the boat, the the merchants, the merchant marines or whatever, whatever the hell they are, they definitely load the boat. And when they get the last one on, I, again, this being silent, we don't know. Yeah. But I can promise you what happened is the last guy puts the, the last coffin down and he is like, what the fuck makes him so heavy? And kicks the lid off. Yeah. And they see dirt and rats. rats. And then they start flipping out about the rats. Well, and they show you like these rats. I love seeing all these animal scenes because I'd love to know how they shot them back then. But they show the rats climbing up out of the boat. Yeah. It was so cool seeing. Yeah, so at this point, though, uh, the boat ride just gets uh, progressively crazier. You know, yeah. Like we see the captain and his first mate, and they tell us that there's one man at first who has... Yeah, who he sees. Something. Or, or he feels. He, they say he's got the plague. Yeah. He definitely has an encounter. with. Yeah, because in the background yeah, you see... Come up, yeah. Him yeah. come up and then fade away, which is yeah. really cool. So he, he's definitely had an encounter with a vampire. And uh, he just slowly, systematically kills off the entire crew. Well, we just see that they... One the slowly, one. it's just this guy, yeah. right? And we see the whole thing from beginning to end with this guy. We see that they end up having to throw him overboard. Yeah, they bury him at sea, the poor bastard. Uh, and then we find out that it's half the crew are better, right? Yeah. It had this happen. Until it's basically just the, just captain, the captain and the, the first mate, right? Yeah. And the first mate's like, I've had enough. I'm going to go find out what's in those boxes. And take care of it. And he goes down with the hatchet and he starts hacking it and then all the rats start coming out on him. And and then the cool shot of Nosferatu just sitting up out of the Undertaker casket. style, just up out of the casket. And so the first mate runs out, jumps overboard. Captain's like, what? What the fuck? And at this point, I swear, it, I feel like the captain has just been, like, oblivious <laughs> to what people have been saying. Right. All the way through his first mate jumping overboard. Because at this point, he starts doing the he thing that you it. do when it's bad weather coming. Yeah. Like, he thought his first mate jumped off overboard because he thought a storm was coming. Something. I don't because know. he, he starts, starts tying himself, himself to Like the, you do when there's a yeah, bad storm. Tied himself to the wheel. Which was the dumbest thing? Yeah, you could it was because now you can't run, you idiot. <laughs> and he, and that's exactly the moment we get. Like he, yeah. as soon as he finishes tying himself, Nosferatu comes, comes up. up on deck of the boat, and he looks and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh uh, I fucked up. Man. I'm dead." All right, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those, eh? Um, and then I guess through vampire magic, he controls the boat and it keeps going. And they get all the way to Bremen. And doesn't Knock seem? He's like in the... He gets arrested because he's gone crazy. Well, Knock... Yeah, I was going to say, again, we'll jump back to everything that's happened Hang in on. Bremen. We do just you, covered do the you entire... feel a need to jump back and forth to the boat? No. We just covered all the boat in 30 seconds. No. There was no reason to jump back and forth to it. People understand that the boat ride was the boat ride. Yeah. We're good. So now we're just going to jump back to everything that was happening in Bremen. So we just finished with the boat. That's it. You know, like, that's everything... Th- those scenes are yeah, cut throughout, but that was just the yeah, boat ride. Yeah, that's everything that happens on that's the boat. That's all of the excitement yeah. on the boat ride. So now we'll cover then what we, happened in Bremen. Then we meet the professor. Yes, that's right? exactly it, it. It cuts over to the professor, and he's giving the, the lecture on Venus flytraps, and he calls it the vampire of the vegetable kingdom. Or something or like something that. Or something like a, that. Yeah, he definitely makes a comment about it being a vampire. Uh, or just that about how it's like a cannibal of the... Or, or something. He makes yeah. a point about how it is definitely feeding to sustain itself off of other living things. Yeah. But he also brings out another thing that does the same. Weird little the, parasite. That is all, it can also make itself almost invisible yeah. to do it, right? Almost invisible, as though it were a phantom. Yes, exactly, because we have to bring it all back. I don't back. know why I keep giving him voices. Because <laughs> they're just title cards. That's how it is. Well, I mean, that's, do more, people, that's more of why you're giving them do voices. Do people not voice act things when they watch stuff? 
in their head. Well, it's the same thing with people who don't uh, have an inner monologue. Some people don't. Some people oh, do. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? Some people live their life with no inner monologue. How horrible. I agree, because I have one. <laughs> like, all, when all I heard times. that information, I was like... I can't even imagine that. So there's just nothing. Yeah. Just your head is blank. Those people also, when they read, don't, they don't, don't have... hear the words in Did, their head. How do they read? I don't know. <laughs> I agree. I have, to, I have to hear the words in my head, or I, I don't understand. That's also why me and you can't be speed readers. Oh, uh, probably. Like, no, you know, the real... actual process of speed reading is, I read real is, slow. It is for people who, do, who they can process without having to do that. No, I have to give everybody voices I, and yeah, no, personality. I, like, and... again, I'm with you, man. When I yeah. found all this out, I was like, what? Shocking. After we meet the professor and his carnivorous plants and pro- protozoas and things, we get a little title card pops up says Nosferatu takes possession of Nock from afar. Which is weird because we already knew this. Yeah, we already knew that from the letter earlier. But he gets locked up, thrown in the loony bin. Well, because he's, we see him. He goes around town being a little, being a little weird. Being kind of crazy. And then when they lock him up, he's just like, blood, blood, I need blood. And again, I'm pretty sure he ate a fly in this scene. I believe I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure. I believe Because it's right after, you know, because it makes sense. But then they do. He tries to strangle the doctor when he's in there. Yeah, but so again, after, yeah, once that happens is when he looks up and sees the the spider spider web. And uh, you're you're really supposed to be like, oh, Oh. he's like, I'm the spider. He's feeding from things. Yeah. yeah. And then we cut over to Ellen at the beach yeah. in her black dress again. And she's now reading the letter. Yeah, the Harding and what's her name? Annie. Anne, Annie. They show up with it. And we only get the part where it says he has bad dreams in the letter. But we know that she's yeah, reading all she of read it. Yeah, she read the whole so thing. Again, she kinda, like I said. Because she kind of flips out and runs off. Well, because like I said, she knew. She knew. She saw it when she had her little weird hypnosis dream. Well, not even that, man. I'm telling you, she knew. From the beginning. Are we having the same, we having the same conversation again? I'm I saying, forgot. I'm saying she knew From about vampire stuff yeah. in Transylvania. And so when she read the letter, she was like, I was right. Yeah. From the beginning. I, nothing, I, don't, I don't think any of it has to do with the vision. My bad. I forgot you said that in the yeah, beginning. It's okay. I think the the vision. I, we, we don't even know she has a vision. We just know she slept walked. Yeah. And screamed. They never actually tell I, us she had a vision. We assume. Yeah, we she assume did. she did. Uh, because the scream happened at the same time. Yeah, but then uh, we just get after that. It's just a bunch of cut back and forth scenes of the ship and Tom racing back and forth, and they get there at about the same time. Yeah. So you heard us. We wrapped up the boat. Yeah, the boat. Just know that Tom did. Tom nothing. did dick. He just rides a horse Thomas for a Hunter few had scenes. No excitement. Happened no, nothing. To it was a boring trip for him, apparently. But he literally he rides into town about the same time the boat got into yeah. town. And when the boat got into town, uh, poor Knock is still locked up in prison, but he could feel it. Yeah, he, he stole he, he stole a newspaper and he was reading that there's a plague, that a new plague in town. And he's well, just but again, like, he could sense it as soon as he said, "Master's here and climb." Remember, he looked yeah. out the window right when the boat rolled into harbor. So regardless of the newspaper, he just felt it. He yeah. knew that he was there. But then uh, the ship gets docked up and yeah, again, this is where it gets kind of weird. Orloff just kind of leaves. He just kind of walks off the boat with carrying his coffin. And he, it's awkward. He kind of stops and looks around like, all right. Now where the fuck do I go? It's ah, very, this way. It's very strange. <laughs> he sets his, his he sets his coffins up, and at this point, yeah. um, at this point, again, it's another one of those we jump and we don't know exactly how much time goes by. No. But we get to see that lots of people 
and Bremen are dying. Oh yeah, everywhere. The, there's a cool shot of the just like Ellen's looking out the window, and, and there's, there's just, just a procession a of people non-stop being caskets, c- coffins just being took off to the graveyard, uh, and no one knows why, but and, we do. Yeah, and then so finally, she decides she's going to read this vampire book, even though she said she wasn't going to. Well, she made a promise because Thomas asked her not to. Now, is that supposed to be an implication of him being under control of? Could be. Orlok Nosferatu. Because why would he tell her not to read that book? He ran back there because he was afraid it was true. Shouldn't he be like, read this book, see if yeah. you can help me figure out a way to stop this? No, he was like, don't. Is that maybe some kind of control? I think it might be. Where he's just like, no, no, you don't need to know about the book. My master. My master. Right? She, though, finally does read the book. And when she reads the book, she gets to a line that says, the only way to kill, or to stop. It doesn't even say kill. To right? break the curse. Yeah, yeah. Is is for a, a pure, pure-hearted yeah. woman to offer herself to him. And keep him there until the and cock And stay crows. with him until the cock crows. So until morning. Yeah, cock now, is a rooster, you dirty bastards. Now, this is the part I want to get at. The movie plays it out. Again, we're not giving you, we're not giving anything away. This next part just plays out super fast. She fakes to the doctor. Yeah, she fakes a, like a seizure or something, tells Thomas, go, go get the professor, and he leaves. And it's so just, that way he won't be there to stop her. Won't be plan. there to stop her from what's going to happen. Because she, uh, she summons. Yeah, she basically uh, knows for all calls too. knows for all yeah. two over because he's over in the house across the across the way looking through the window. No, creepy. Here's my thing: Did this version of a vampire have to be killed by sacrifice? Because again, she does. She sac. We're not yeah, she away. does. She sacrifices. She herself. dies. She's the hero. Or was it just the daylight? I think it had to be both. Like he he enjoyed drinking the pure blood so much he, got he lost the, track of that time. he lost track of time. I get that, but could they have made him lose track of time some other way? I don't know. She doesn't die the other way, I guess. <laughs> we had to kill her. I want her well, dead. Well, no, says I, I, the underst- I, I understand it. It's it's dra- a drama. It gets more what's dramatic. The, what's the director's story. name? Wernow. He's in the background. Yeah. He's like, I want her dead. I want her dead. She must die. So I mean, I get it. I understand, but I was just it's. It's one of those things where it's like, did she have to die? No, probably I mean, not, but... We already jumped ahead a little bit to say, but yeah. Yeah, because so it goes really fast. It goes her. really fast. Yeah. It, she read the thing. She tricks Thomas. Into leaving. And then she summons him. And I mean, again... Yeah, it, he's it, over there As quick. fast as we're telling you, it might be... That, that whole thing that we just told you might play out in five minutes, if that. Yeah. It plays out really quick. Because we are, again, it's an hour... It's an hour and six minute... And six in. minutes of it is David Carradine, so it's really only an hour. And we are roughly at the end of this. Case. Yeah. So she she does she she tricks him, and he t- again he seems like the dumbest movie monster ever at this point. He does because He's he just, just it, he literally the, loses track of time. The rooster crows, and he looks up from and was Biker, like, and he's oh, just like, oh, and he fuck. does. He just like kind of just like. <laughs> Looks oh. around like, oh, I fucked up. I, I fucked guess up I'll just uh, stand in the corner and let what happens happen. Right? That's how it plays yeah. out. Like, he's just like, I'll just kind of. I like the pose he made when he died. He's just kind of just like, eh. Yeah. He just is like, I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'll see myself back here. Yeah. Y'all don't have to worry about me no more. But then Thomas and the doctor show up after Nosferatu poofs yeah. into and, smoke. And, and she's, she, she gets, yells Thomas. She gets to yell out for him one last time. But then and he she, shows up and he, he grabs her. And she dies. And she dies. And it's very sad. True, but she's the real she's hero. She's a true sacrifice. Uh, I lift my glass to Ellen, savior of Bremen. She is the reason why 
why Bremen is okay. Because as soon as Nosferatu dies, like, the plague stops. Yeah, because, again, there was never a plague. No, it was just it a was supernatural. It was just him feeding people yeah. on people, yeah. Now, here's the other... This is one of those things where I wanted to... I wanted to dissect a little bit with you real okay. quick before we actually end. If I'm again, not, too, if I'm not too drunk, I'll try my best. Because we're done with the movie. But I so drink I, all of this. In this version of a, of, of a vampire, can't say Dracula because it's not... It's not. It's not technically Dracula. Again, I'm gonna. They didn't want to get copyright sued. I'm gonna make sure no one wants to try to copyright sue them today. Yep. They did not write a Dracula story. No. This is a completely separate it's a vampire. Generic other count from yep. Transylvania who happens to be a vampire. His name's Orlock. Yes. It's completely different. But so now, like in the stories of like Dracula or most vampires, right? Like, um, they would have been. That he was should have been weak, and we saw he was kind of weak in the beginning, right? Yeah. But then the more you feed, the more power you get, right? Yeah. How many people did he just kill in Bremen? How powerful should he have I mean, been? just from that one shot of the procession, there's at least seven caskets in that shot. So again, like... Uh, and then the scene of the dude going around marking exit. X's on, on the, the doors. doors, so that implies those people are all dead. So that's like another like six, seven people. So you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if this were like a Dracula, the whole crew of the Demeter. If this were a Dracula story, he would have been he nigh he unstoppable. Been God at this level point, power right? at this point. But this is a very different one. Obviously, yeah. he just stays at he just stays alive. He just stays alive. He doesn't. It doesn't change his powers. Laps or into power a level coma or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to cover that with you before we got. Before we wrapped up everything. All right, guys. We have covered the whole movie. I covered a couple extra talking points that I wanted to see Bo's opinion on. I got to say, again, one of my favorite versions of this movie. Yeah. No, I really liked this version of this movie because... I liked this movie beforehand, but this, the music made this really freaking cool. You know what I mean? There's one song in particular where it's like a bunch of like cool chanting and stuff. Like right when he first gets to the castle, like that was my favorite part and stuff. All this, and he's like, the door opens and he first sees the count and it's just like, <gasps> again, right? Because Peter Steele has that kind of voice, right? He's a deep, it's almost like booming, a Viking chant. Yeah, he's got it. Uh, but so again, guys, definitely we can't suggest enough to you that you watch this version of the movie. Like it was definitely a whole experience. Maybe even try it with this beer. Ooh, yeah, no, I liked this one. This Nosferatu. Nosferatu Imperial Red Ale from Great Lakes Brewing Company. They definitely know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. I didn't know what to expect with a red IPA. I didn't either. This um, is my favorite IPA we've had so far. I love reds. Me too. Like, you know, Killian's or, you know, like an Irish yeah, red. Yeah, I'm not usually a fan of IPAs. And I don't, I, again, I'm not going to try to pretend like I know beer. So I have no idea if this type of red has anything to do with that type of red. I do know that flavor-wise, I feel like, I feel right now like they do. Yeah, it was really good. Um, well, hit us with what we're going to drink next time, man. For our for our clue to everybody for our, our wrap-up movie. We're, we're going to be doing our last one for October. For our clue for next week, we're going to be doing Left Hand Brewing Company's Milk Stout. All right, guys. What could we be doing with a milk stout on mm. Halloween? I don't know. I don't either. Somebody guess. Make a good guess. All right. I believe in you. I think you guys can get there. Yeah, you can do it. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's it, man. I think we're done. Yeah, me too, man. Um. Oh, shit. We've been saying Nosferatu this whole time. He's going to get us. Oh. <gasps>
Well, he was in an episode of SpongeBob. 